0: Tamara Winfrey Harris is a writer who specializes in the ever-evolving space where current events, politics, and pop culture intersects with race and gender. Tamara's first book, The Sisters Are All Right, Changing the Broken Narrative of Black Women in America, was called A Myth-Busting Portrait of Black Women in America by the Washington Post. The book also won the Phyllis Wheatley Award, Indie Fab Award, Independent Publishers Living Now Award, and the IPPY Award. Her writing has appeared in the New York Times, The Atlantic, Cosmopolitan, New York Magazine, and the Los Angeles Times. She has also been called to share her analysis on media outlets, including NPR's Weekend Edition, and Janet Mock's So Popular on msnbc.com, as well as university campuses nationwide. She will be reading from her newest book, Dear Black Girl, Letters from Your Sisters on Stepping into Your Power. And she will be accompanied by an original story-bound remix with Au Revoir, Simone.
1: Hello, you're listening to Tamara Winfrey Harris and Storybound. I'll be reading from my new book, Dear Black Girl, letters from your sisters on stepping into your power.
0: Welcome to Storybound, presented by Lit Hub Radio and the Pod Podglomerate. I'm your host, Jude Brewer. In just a little bit, you're going to get to hear Tamra read a series of letters written by black women on how they keep the magic when their beauty or their smarts are challenged.
1: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Chapter 1 Black Girl Magic Identity and Self-Love I see you sparkling see you. see you see you see you In my book the sisters are all right changing the broken narrative of black women in America I wrote that there is nothing wrong with black women or girls We have facets like diamonds the trouble is, the people who refuse to see us sparkling. A woman named Kashawn Thompson put a name to the way black girls shine. In 2013, she tweeted, Black girls are magic. You can do anything. That tweet became the hashtag Black Girl Magic. 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 On BlackHistoryUntold.com, Kashawn said... I always thought that we were magic. I thought that maybe I wasn't yet, but look at mommy and look at grandma and look at auntie. I'll grow older and I'll be magic too. I'll be magic too. But what I understood to be magic was fairy tales, witches and people that could work spells and make things out of no things and make things happen that nobody else could and that's what i saw in black now women in black now you see the term black girl magic everywhere t-shirts books workshops what you don't see is Keshawn's name i wasn't the right kind of woman to be saying these things i wasn't the college grad i didn't have the money i was older when i did this i was poor divorced, a single mother, a lot of it had to do with who thought I was worthy of the credit, she told For Harriet, a website for Black women. Those fixed negative ideas about us didn't stop Kashan's genius, but they blocked her brilliance from public view. You may know that feeling. Sometimes it seems like black girls have to be perfect for people to love them. A little sister has to be born in the right zip code. She has to have the right sort of family. She has to look the right way, the right skin tone, the right curves, contour in the right places. She has to be agreeable no matter what she endures. She must never be tired, or fed up, or loud, or angry, or sad. She must like boys, and only boys, but not like them too much. She must be ladylike, innocent, but grown up. She can't just be human, human. She can't just be worthy because of that. Can't be worthy, can't just be human, human. Sometimes it's hard to remember that you're a star when the world doesn't reflect your light, but you are a star, you are. you are a bright one. In the letters that follow, black women recognize your shine and they tell you what to remember to stay gleaming and strong in your black girlhood, how they keep the magic when folks challenge their beauty or smarts or who they love or their right to just be. Just be. Just. Here are be. the spells, black girl. Use your magic to make the haters disappear. 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 Poof. Disappear, poof, poof, poof. Sparkle poof, on. Poof, poof. Dear one, dear one, dear one, dear one, dear where is your light? What is the one shining thing that makes you yourself? Is it the way you walk? The way you talk, the way you talk? The way you is it the talk. way your lip curls when you smile? Do you have a mole on your cheekbone? Does your hair wind around a certain way when it's wet? Do you blush when you're Do you embarrassed? Blush. Do you blush? Is your skin tone hot butter browning in a pan, or dark chocolate? Are you loud and boisterous? Are you reserved and shy? Can you sit by yourself without getting lonely? Getting 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 Or are you most comfortable in a crowd? Do you believe in justice? Do you believe in God? Does music make you soar? I ask these things because I urge you to know I urge you to know I urge you to know. know your light, know your light, know your light, know your, light. Know, your light. know where it resides. That's the key to everything, to everything, to everything, to everything. To everything. Ooh, to everything. Ooh, yeah. A dictionary defines light as the natural agent that stimulates sight and makes things visible. When you begin to see your own light, that special thing that makes you like no other, guard it. Do not let anyone steal or dim your light. There are times when you won't feel special and your light won't feel so bright. There are times when you don't want to shine and you will pray that no one notices you. You just want to Fade into the beige background and hide your light, hide your light for everyone so they won't see you. I know this because I've felt those things too. There were times when I was feeling sorry for myself, and my mother would say, Stop crying, stop crying, wipe those tears, wipe those tears, wipe those tears, and I would cry louder and longer because I was angry at her for not joining me and feeling sorry for myself, joining my pity party. Can Eleanor Roosevelt was a very wise first lady. Her husband was President Franklin Roosevelt. She once said that no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. Now there will be times when it will seem like the world is conspiring against you in an effort to make you feel less than. You are not skinny enough. Your hair isn't straight enough or long enough. You don't have the latest clothes or the best designer shoes. That one over there is smarter, prettier, skinnier, more popular than you. Sometimes you wanna react with anger at people who you think are making you feel a certain way. But remember what Ms. Eleanor said. No one can make you feel inferior without your consent. It's on you. It's on you. You are the only one in charge of your light. Remember that. No one can dim it without your permission. You have the igniter, and you must guard it with your whole being, whole being, whole being. If you ever, ever, think that extinguishing your light forever is the answer. Seek help, seek help. Find a stronger light to help you keep yours going. You are one of many who light the world. Whether you think so or not, the planet will be diminished without you. And when others mothers, mentors, aunties, help you keep your light going, pass it on, help someone else. You will see yourself reflected in them. I ask you to remember that your mother was once a girl. So was your grandmother and her mother and her mother before her. Those women each had their own light, just like you have your own. They each had their own igniter And they each met some of the same challenges you are facing and will face in the future. I can tell you they made many mistakes. They fear you will make the same ones. You probably will make mistakes. Wherever there is light, there is shadow. These women hope that you will learn from them just as they did or didn't from other women and that you will not repeat mistakes without learning the valuable lessons that follow, that you will use your own light to guide your way and will be a source of light for others. A wise woman whose opinions I revere greatly, Marian Wright Edelman, once wrote a book in which she addressed her sons. She said, Sell the shadow for substance for substance for substance. she counseled for them don't confuse style with meaning get your insides in order and your direction clear first and then worry about your clothes and your wheels. sell the shadow sell the shadow, sell the shadow. use sell your the light shadow. to shine for justice. Shine for justice. for just, shine for, justice. for justice there's a song that civil rights workers sang this little light of mine? Their clarion voices rang out in the face of terrible injustices and long odds. There are many things wrong in the world. When you see injustice, don't turn your light inward. Your light is your superpower. Hold it high for all to behold. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. shine. With love, with your sister in light,
0: Celeste The music you're hearing in this episode was sampled from the song Somebody Who by Au Revoir Simone. And now for a quick commercial break. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Windom. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. You are listening to Storybound with Tamara Winfrey-Harris and Aragua Simone. And now we return from our break.
1: Dear Biracial, Multiracial Mixed Girl You may be Half black, one quarter, one eighth, one sixteenth, some new mathematical equation, an unknown amount, but you are not fragmented. Fragmented. You are not either black or any race on or off the census, any race left blank on your birth certificate. Though you may be asked over and over, you do not have to choose. You are black and ladies' choice. find yourself simply saying black you don't need to explain you do not need to answer the short essay question what are you what are you what are you that question is not your problem right
0: that
1: yes I recognize your parent your darker birth adoptive foster parent your lighter not black first adoptive foster parent Sometimes white folks mistake your mom for the nanny even if your dad has that accent and that nose even if you have two moms or no mom two dads or no dad even if you've never met can't speak the language you belong to your family If your half step adopted foster full siblings are lighter not black even if your siblings are darker taller shorter skinnier rounder even if you're a singleton even with that hair of yours black folks will accept you though probably not now not when the only boy who likes you is teased so bad he sends someone to break up with you even though he's darker than you his afro is bigger He's technically Mexican, not black. Black folks will accept you. You. Not when your not black friends confess they think of you as regular, normal, not black. Not the days it feels like you're doing hard time in your school, neighborhood, village, reservation, community, town, suburb, city. Because there are no other black, brown, mixed kids or because there are Just enough that you avoid acknowledging each other while anyone's watching. Or because there are so many that the others think you're weird for not knowing how to be black. Your unfamiliarity with slang, hip hop, sororities, card games, dance moves, soul food, the South. Doesn't make you any less blacky, less blacky, less black. Any less black. Any Though for a while, others who like you were raised in white families, white schools, white suburbs will pretend it does.
0: Somebody
1: your age can be fearful and mean but black women will be your greatest allies you can be smart black nerds are a thing even if your teacher accuses you of plagiarizing protesting that the paper you spent two weeks writing is far too advanced even if the school counselor refuses to recommend you to that fancy private college because before he realized that white parent shouting in the office is yours He said, Cosmetology School, Votech, Community College, the Army was good enough. You can go to the school dance. You can, even if you don't have cheerleader looks, white skin, and straight blonde hair that can hold a fake curl. Even if you look white, but your white mother doesn't know what to do with your hair or how to teach you to love your butt and thighs. Even if you have freckles all over your face instead of velvety chocolate skin like the rest of the family. Even if you don't have that marketable mixed look, golden to olive skin, wild curls and blue, green, hazel eyes that drive the black boys wild. Even if you don't like boys and you don't want to wear anything that draws attention to your breast, lack of breasts, you can go to the school dance. Even if there are no aunties, cousins, big sisters to teach you how to move your hips on the dance floor and in the street, you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. Even without a strong black mother, you will learn to flash your palm to check racism before it has a chance to enter you. Even without a strong black father, you will learn how to fight your own battles. Even without a black American parent, you will learn that the issue is race, not color. And yes, race certainly matters. But then again, it doesn't define you because you, well, you are the opportunity for an entire language to change syntax for entire countries to rewrite census forms and history. You are enough. You are new math. Love, faith.
0: The music you're hearing in this episode was sampled from the song, Somebody Who, by Ara Voa Simone. And now for our final break. You are listening to Storybound with Tamara Winfrey-Harris and Au Revoir Simone. And now for our final chapter.
1: Hey, black girl. I wanna to talk to you about your body. Not in the way that the world talks to you about your body, no. This isn't about your skin color, your hair, your size. It's not about your curves and where they reside on your figure either. This is solely about your body and the relationship you develop with it over time. It's about redefining what self-care is and what it can mean for you. We spend so much time talking about bodies and what they should look like that we ignore a far more important conversation, what your body has the ability to do. You are physically capable beyond measure. You can run, jump, climb, lift, build, and yes, grow with that body. It's yours, and those are your skills to build. And in the quest to build those skills, you can change the trajectory of your health both physically and mentally for the better in a long-term, meaningful way. Now, people will tell you that being active is about looking great or it's about losing weight, but I wanna suggest that you already look good now, regardless of what size you are. I want you to know that it's okay to love your body as it is in this moment And I want you to know that there are more reasons to love your body beyond how appealing it is to others. If you are finally able to get even halfway up that rock climbing wall and you break down into tears because it's so hard, but you really made it halfway and it feels that much more possible now, that's a reason to love your body. It got you somewhere it couldn't before if your younger sibling goes flying down the sidewalk towards the intersection on her scooter and you take off running after her to save her, and in the moment you are thankful that you could save her. That's a reason to love your body. And if you wanna love your richly brown skin and your endlessly curly coily hair, your full figure or your tiny frame and the twinkle in your brown eye, of course you can, you should. But also know, that valuing your body for what it can do gives you a different kind of drive. Skills are meant to be built, train, push yourself, and give yourself the chance to grow. Skills are meant to build character just as much as they're meant to build ability. You are soft and your humanity must always be recognized, but building resilience means you know what it looks and feels like to get back up when you're down. You had to fall off that wall a few times before you even got halfway. Getting back up after getting knocked down is a skill set that extends beyond training, too. Don't let the world tell you the only important thing, or even the most important thing, about your body is what it looks like. It is an essential part of self-care to not only know how to move your body, but know that this movement is the best kind of care for your body. The most transformative kind of love is the kind that builds you up, helps you feel capable, and gives you the self-esteem to face the world with a clear head, a full heart, and a powerful drive. The kind of self-care that helps you move your body is the truest embodiment of that love that you can give yourself. Embrace it fully, love it deeply, and build it powerfully. You will thrive in the truest sense of the word, and you deserve that and so much more. Sincerely, Erica.
0: Thank you, Tamara Winfrey-Harris for reading and recording with us. Her newest book, Dear Black Girl, Letters from Your Sisters on Stepping into Your Power, which you just heard a series of excerpts from, is now available through your local bookseller. Pick yourself up a copy and learn those magic spells. The music in this episode was sampled from the song Somebody Who by Au Revoir Simone off their beautiful album, Moving Spectrums. Go find them on Spotify. That is Au Revoir Simone. Thank you to Barrett Kohler Publishers. Thank you to Heather D'Angelo and Annie Hart from Au Revoir, Simone. And thank you to Epidemic Sound. This episode was mixed by Tim Carplus. Production assistance is provided by Jordan Aaron. Storybound is arranged, produced and hosted by me, Jude Brewer. Our executive producers are Jeff Umbro of The Pogglomerate. And Justin Alvarez of Lit Hub. How did you find our show? Are you subscribed? Have you told all of your friends and family? You can find us on Twitter or on Instagram at StoryBoundPod. Please direct all frustrations at me on Twitter at Jude Brewery. New episodes will arrive every Tuesday into your podcast feed. See you next week.
1: The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe.